0: Good morning, good morning. You may have to turn this up because uh, I'm not going to be talking very loud. We're in a hotel room in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I had to <coughs> take some stuff with my daughter who's moved to South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, and we're going to stop up at the Ark today, the Ark Encounter. If you've never been to the Ark Encounter, it is fantastic. It's a great... Uh, a great event to go there to see um, what is possible and likely, because it's there's a biblical account that specifies exactly what happened and uh, how it came about. And I think the more science catches up with the Bible, which it will someday, even though they won't admit it. You know, I saw a story yesterday that some guy, some diver found a tooth in some place that's in water, okay? And this tooth is supposed to be 20 million years old. Let's think about that for a minute. If anything sat in water that long, you think it would still exist in the way that it does? I mean, these people that offer that kind of uh, discussion around things that are found in the dirt, in the water, anywhere... It's pathetic. And just the fact that people will say things are that old uh, without any proof whatsoever, you know, outside of some dating method that assumes many things and in reality can't go back more than a few thousand years to be accurate. Um, You know, but again, facts don't matter to people that have a an agenda, a narrative they want people to believe. Uh, I mean, we see that clearly today in the way that our government acts, in the way the news media acts, in the way that uh, most of these things are, are brought out, right? So it is uh, Black Friday weekend. Mm. And that's what Christmas is all about now. In our country. So it's no wonder that we're having the problems that we're having. Uh, when you come to it. So ooh, I got a song. I was thinking about the outro, um, changing that up to play some different Christmas music as we go forward so I've got one picked out for this morning. So let's let's first as we always do, let's look at some scripture. We were in Matthew chapter 13 today. And he's talking about the kingdom of God. There's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of things that he goes through. There's 58 verses in this chapter. So there's a lot in it, but in the starting in verse eighteen, it says, "Here, all of you, therefore, the parable of the sower." Now, many folks that are part of the church have heard this. It says, "When anyone hears the word of kingdom, he understands it not, and then comes the wicked one, and it catches away that which is sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that receives the seed into stony places the same as he that hears the word, and soon." With joy receives it. Yet has he not root in himself but endures for a while when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns uh, is he that hears the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it, which also bears fruit, and brings forth some hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Another parable he put forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed into his field. But while the men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But while the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, did not you sow good seed in your field? From whence then came the tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Will you then let that we go and gather them up? And he said, Now, lest all of you gather up the gather up the tares, all of you root up also wheat with them. Let both grow together <clears throat> Excuse me, until the harvest. And I will say to the reapers, gather all of you together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them to gather the wheat into the barn. So he goes through one that uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. And then he talks about the fact that he will open his mouth in parables to fulfill a uh, word spoken by the prophet. And Jesus did that. I can't remember the number, but it was like a hundred and some prophecies that he fulfilled with his life. And, uh, you know, all the eyewitness accounts that we have of his life and what he did, um, it's pretty neat. And the fact that these guys, you know, were extremely bold for just your average run-of-the-mill guys that weren't, quote-unquote, learned men, according to the Pharisees when Peter was standing in front of him. So I want to get down to the bottom here. So we'll be at the end of the world. The angels have come forth and uh, the angels are the one that are going to gather things at the end. But then Jesus says this in 52, then he said unto them, therefore every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder. Which bring forth good out of his treasure things new and old. So I think there he was talking about guys that were uh learned in the Old Testament will look to the Old Testament and understand the things that were written there, and but will also understand the new things that God is teaching them. And then uh then he departs. But it's interesting, you know. At the end of this chapter it finishes up talking about how, in his hometown, they didn't have much faith in him, so he didn't do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. <clears throat> Again, when I think about this idea that uh, um, of faith. Faith is a personal choice, and these folks had a hard time believing in him because they knew who he was. You know, they'd grown up with him. or You know, they didn't know the history of his birth. Um, you know, some of the uh, learned men that said, hey, this, the Christ has to come from Bethlehem didn't know that's where he was born. You know, they were unaware of that. And so uh, their faith... You know, they had a hard time putting faith in him at that point instead of going and asking questions and trying to understand. Um, you know, because if you see somebody doing the things that he did, I don't know how you could just sit there and go, oh, well, he's doing that on the Sabbath, so therefore he's against God somehow. I don't know. I mean, there's. It, life is not the easiest thing, right? Things that we think are true uh, can turn out to be false and things that we think are false can turn out to be true. Uh, you know, God's pretty clear about what's good and what's not. So I don't think there's there's too much ambiguity there. But, uh, you know, in this day and age of information, uh, it's really interesting how things play out um, and how things are playing out. So, so, anyway, if you learn about Jesus, you are like a householder. And uh, a householder is could be a homeowner, a person who owns or rents a house. Uh, it seems to be the prevailing... Wisdom of what that is but if, let's look up the Greek ones uh, let's see therefore so having is like unto a man that is a householder well in this case it's oiko despotes head of a family master of the house so it would be someone who in that sense is like a shepherd someone who should be able to uh, instruct guide you know that's what a father is supposed to do and um, though I'm not good at it a lot of the times because I'm too focused on things that I'm doing um, maybe for work or something else uh, you know yesterday I had an incident we were coming to the hotel my youngest son Evan who um, he's a meanderer and he, he's gets very distracted very easily. But um, we're trying to get up to the room, and I'm pushing a cart, and he got in front, and I didn't didn't really see him. I wasn't paying enough attention on my end, but somehow I clipped the back of his foot, and one of the bags fell off right in front of a guy coming out of his room, and it was a big mess. And, uh, of course, I got upset with him, and then he's still meandering in front of the cart. And I got mad and pushed it into him a little bit hard. And I just think about that. And I'm like, I let anger get the better of me right there. Instead of taking the time to instruct him to not do that, to do something different, which would have been better. Um, Anyway, so let's take a quick look at some news this morning. Um, It's all COVID all the time. Israel to shut borders to all foreigners. Use phone tracking tech over Omicron COVID-19 variant. So there's always going to be a new variant. There's always going to be a new way in which the government can try and control us now that COVID is here. And, you know, we just need to stand up against it. We need to say, no, look, people, we can't walk in fear forever that... This thing is here. We have to be able to live our lives. And, you know, Israel's a fully vaccinated country. There's, like, very few people that aren't vaccinated there. And yet, what's going on? You know, you look at Florida and the stuff that Ron DeSantis has done, and they have some of the lowest COVID situations around. You look at other countries in the world that have used ivermectin or Switzerland that kept its stuff open. It just... It's not hard to see what works and what doesn't. But you see blue state people, like here we go in New York, governor. It's coming. New York governor declares state of emergency over a new Omicron variant. So nothing's even happened yet. And here's another state of emergency. So who needs a legislature anymore? A governor can declare a state of emergency every 10 minutes and decide for everybody what's best. And nobody else gets to do anything, and uh, away you go. You know, schools in Michigan and other places forcing kids nationwide to undergo mandatory quarantines. And, you know, the facts of of COVID simply are that, uh, you know, the, the folks we really need to be worried about are the ones that are, and there's my beautiful wife who apparently is just about ready for the day. But uh, there's always going to be another variant, always going to be another excuse for the government to do what they're doing to us or trying to. So stand without fear. Put your trust and faith where it belongs in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, you won't have that problem anymore. So with that, I'm going to call it a show. And let's see if I can get this the right one to go out. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with childs And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins.